You know Dasher and Dancer, Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donder and Blitzen. But do you recall, what's that? The most famous reindeer of all. Come on! Put off the red nose reindeer. Had a very shiny. festive ladies and gentlemen waxers if you feel so inclined welcome to the nostalgia wax podcast my name is frank joined alongside by my friend my co-host josh wax on josh wax on rudolph Ooh, how you feeling this evening uh, well we are imbibing to get ourselves in the holiday spirit to record some commentary some delicious eggnog mixed with some bourbon Ah, Bourbon. Indeed. Yes, it's my first eggnog of the season. It's my first eggnog in probably about six, seven years, probably. Because you told me back in the day you used to pound eggnog on a hot summer's day while you were delivering the milk. We didn't have eggnog in the (laughs) middle of summer. Let's clarify that. That's how I envisioned it. No, no, no. When it was the season of eggnog uh, and it would show up on the back of my truck, I might feel so inclined to pound an eggnog from time to time just to give me some protein some sustenance if you will i'm gonna say there are much healthier ways to get protein more than likely <laughs> yes yes eggnog is one of those drinks like you kind of either love it or hate it yeah um i don't mind it i when i get a craving for it as i did this evening i, I kind of seek it out and and tune it up a little bit here but uh yeah it's it's it does have its detractors I feel like it's it gets determined at a very early age whether or not you like eggnog. When you were younger and you had ice cream, sometimes did you let it melt a oh, little bit so it got yes. kind of yeah. So basically, th- that's what you're drinking. You're what? drinking melted ice cream, just about. Yeah, it seems like that. And like, do you go to like Oberweiss Dairy? Yes. On there? Yes. And like get their chocolate milk, which tastes exactly yes. like that. Yes. Like it's melt, melted ice cream. It, it basically is. It's phenomenal. Yeah. It's it's right up. It's by far way better than eggnog, which now I'm thinking about it. I'm kind of depressed a little bit. But <laughs> Well, what can, can you add bourbon to chocolate milk? Yeah. I'm thinking. I guess you could. You can add bourbon to anything. Well, I'm thinking what might be pretty tasty would be like a... Uh, uh, not necessarily a cinnamon, but like a peppermint. Ooh. Get a little peppermint in with that chocolate milk. Ooh. And then some uh, bourbon or whiskey. Yeah. Mm, like saying. some peppermint schnapps mm. and bourbon. Tastes like a York peppermint patty. 
That's awesome. Do you know something? I feel as though York Peppermint Patty commercials have been declining in the later years. I feel like the ones that came out when we were young, where someone would bite into a York Peppermint Patty, all of a sudden they were snow downhill skiing. Doesn't happen anymore. The commercials are lame. (laughs) That's all I remember about them. That's stupid. But we're not here to talk about York Peppermint Patty commercials. When I bite into a York Peppermint Patty, I get the sensation of skiing downhill in the Olympics because I'm jumping. They were they sounded much cooler than oh, that. Oh, no, that was it. Why are we here this evening? We are here. Uh, I finally talked you off the ledge mm. of holiday commentary. Yeah. So we, we we I think we've reached mutual understanding that the chops for pulling off a Christmas vacation commentary, that's a tall order that requires us to not just devolve into us doing the show ourselves. Or we just go ahead and we we do like uh, our own version of it next year, like scale <laughs> it up and just like say, you know what, to hell with it. And yeah. we have like Christmas vacation starring like the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. And Randy Newman. And Randy Newman. And, and, and the Jamaican guy who so knows directions. So let's just break that down. Like, let's go. <laughs> let's go to the opening scene. <laughs> let's let's go when uh, they get he gets home with the tree and he comes out in the Jason mask. <laughs> you, you play, uh, Randy Newman can be Todd. <laughs> I don't remember what Todd says. Come on, man. <laughs> you remember what Clark says? Nope. Oh, Jesus. It, okay. <laughs> I'll now, try to do your Randy Newman. <laughs> Where are you going to put that tree, Griswold? <laughs> Bend over and I'll show you, baby. <laughs> you got a lot of nerve talking to me like that, Griswold. I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> that was pretty good. But see, that, that, that has potential. I that feel. was pretty solid. See? Now, uh, I, I know you were on the fence about the uh, Christmas vacation, and then also I feel like maybe Eric from Extra Secret Podcast might have also kind of talked you out of it, too. Oh, he didn't talk me out of it. I, I had him bolster my ranks to have him try to talk you <laughs> off the ledge. I told him what shenanigans you were up to, and he's like, nah. Yeah, you know, that, that's because Eric just wants to save it for, uh, like, him and Dan are recording on Christmas. Watch them come out with a commentary on Christmas Vacation. Yeah, I don't know. That's what's going to happen. They stole it. That's why. They Eric didn't... wants to do, like, this big epic, like, you know, who's at the door? Who could it be? And, like, have, like, guest spots and stuff like that. <laughs> and, like, he wants to go full-on Bing Crosby Christmas and David Bowie's going to show up and everything. And like David Bowie? Yeah. Wow. Say, you're that limey bastard from down the street, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Who else is going to show up? His cats? I, well. Dan brings his dog. I mean, they're recording on Christmas. <laughs> so what? They've got each other. It's all that's important. That's some cold fish right there. I'll I'll go on and I'll I'll put it on record. The nostalgia wax does not support that view. (laughs) Frank is going rogue. Uh, It's too much eggnog for him. You, you, sir, are cut off. This is the eggnog talking. So we decided to lighten it up a little bit here six minutes in. We are going to bring you 
a delightful installment of Nostalgia Wax Theater Commentary. Theater. Theater Commentary. Yes. For the epic Rankin and Brass production of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Holiday classic. I can't think of Christmas, and I'm, I'm sure we've probably touched on it already, but can't think of Christmas without watching Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah, definitely. It, it's it's up there for me as far as I, I kind of got to see it to put me in the spirit. Uh, I'm, I'm, it, it's weird for as many times as I've seen this. And I think it probably has to do with the fact that I only watch it like the, maybe the once a year. Yeah. It's not like Christmas Vacation, which it'll show up in the middle of like June or July for like hmm, Christmas in July type movie. Sure. Which I can still watch it then. Sure. But Rudolph just, it's usually the once once a year viewing yeah yeah it amazes me how much i forget about like the structure of the movie and where things are placed oh yeah uh i i went to cue it up here and i, I don't remember this original part with like the the papers and all that oh yeah yeah so uh i i expect some intrigue <laughs> <laughs> some intrigue i feel i'm i'm going into this like i i it, i i feel it's much like uh, Bruce McCullough once referred as as how you must feel to be gay. You're walking around and you know something's up, but you just can't put your finger on it yet. <laughs> That's how I think this commentary is going to go for me. Yeah, sounds about right. All right. I mean, it's uh, it's it's been a year since uh, I've watched it as well, and there there are pieces of this that you forget, and then sometimes pieces that you wish you could forget. Oh, really? Uh, no, I'm just saying. Oh, I was going to say. Was tra- I, <laughs> I'm just trying to make it interesting. I wasn't aware that there was some <laughs> negativity in, nah, in Rudolph. I don't think there is one ounce. We'll probably find some, especially the more bourbon I drink. Okay. I'll definitely find some. So let's go ahead, uh, those of you who are so inclined to follow along with us. Play along, people. Uh, we'll give you the countdown here in three, two, one. And it's playing. So can I say that as a kid, the beginning of this always kind of frightened me? Oh, yeah, because it kind of puts you at a sense of, you know, something in, impending. Look at, like, that, that, that. there was a picture of someone, oh, like... Oh, weather may postpone Christmas. There was a picture of someone screaming on the streets yeah. and, like, people holding them. And then we fade into the rank and bat. Let's see, I, I, I think this is, like, a very hatchet job of editing, something I would do on this podcast. <laughs> Because we we go we go quite the extreme there. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Now we get Sam the Snowman. Sam the Snowman, uh, voiced by uh, Burl Ives. Burl Ives. So Burl Ives is uh, I kind of my my story about Burl Ives is this. Uh, I remember being in probably like tenth grade, and we had like a vocal choir class in school mm-hmm. and one of the songs that we were going to do was by burl ives and i was like oh burl ives sweet yeah that's awesome we're gonna do a burl ives song and yeah. everybody's like who's burl ives oh god damn it and <laughs> i was like you guys have never seen rudolph like well yeah we've seen rudolph yeah well he's, he was the snowman he's the snowman and he sings like all the songs yeah <laughs> holly jolly christmas that that's kind of burl ives yeah and they just looked at me like I was odd for knowing that. And then I knew like something wasn't quite right with me. That I must, 
I must retain useless information for some odd reason. Also, can we get on the Santa diet? Because how in one year does he lose that much weight? Oh, ho, ho, mama. <laughs> All of your cookies <laughs> making me slim. Also, did you know that they designed the snowman to mimic Burl Ives' face? I, I would yeah, I would assume so. <laughs> he very much looks like Burl Ives. <laughs> Nice dapper uh, vest there. <laughs> why does he need a pocket watch, though? Uh, well, you need to know what time it is. And why is in it in his Pole. pocket? <laughs> well, then no one sees it. That's the thing about the pocket watch. See, I had a pocket watch in high school. I did, too. I used to rock a pocket watch. Yeah. I loved it. We were idiots. I, <laughs> no, we yeah, were awesome. Yeah, we were total idiots. <laughs> I love that you rocked watch. a pocket watch, too. I can't oh, believe yeah. that. It's terrible. That's fantastic. I had to have it, too. I, I remember I, I can't. I remember it so much that I don't remember who got it for me, but it was either a, a, my high school sweetheart or my parents. And I remember vividly it had a stupid-looking duck on it. Why? Don't know. Why? Who cares? And then inside, they just put two Josh. And I was like, who's it from? <laughs> Apparently, they couldn't afford to put the from part, or it wouldn't fit in the pocket watch. <laughs> Who's it from? Ah. So, now we get the introduction, the song, they kind of alluded to it, and uh, what, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, was that Gene Autry? Did he first Actually, the, the song was written, the song was written back in 1939, mm-hmm. and it was made famous by Gene Autry in 1947. Okay, so he didn't... He didn't write he it. He made but it more famous. He, he's the one who popularized it. Also, I miss back in the day, like, because this movie's from 1964. I miss back in the day when movies and shows and like would open with all these credits like this, and the over, like, the overture, like, we're watching a play or something where they they medley all the songs. Mm-hmm. That are going to be played together yeah. as one. Like, I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. That ne- You don't see that happen anymore. Yeah, it, I find it pretty interesting. I'm not, like, big on, like, musical theater or anything like that. Um, but I did recently watch the Curb Your Enthusiasm with Lin-Manuel Miranda <laughs> guesting. And they were They were doing the Fatwa musical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like... After listening to it, it was like, you know, it's not that bad, actually. No, <laughs> no, it wasn't. If South Park could get away with doing the whole uh, Book of Mormon, I, I think that Fatwa could actually exist get away with in it. this world. So, did you know that Rudolph, so they just cut to Rudolph, yeah. first of all. Did you know that originally Rudolph was supposed to be delivered to them by a stork? And then they cut that scene, so he was birthed all natural. That's a little odd. Popped right from the reindeer hoo-hoo that that little rain that little Rudolph did. That's a little odd. Um, also, is Rudolph being Donner's son? Is that is that Christmas canon? Like, <laughs> the, it always it, it's always interesting <laughs> to me whenever I see like anything without. <laughs> Rudolph in it, yeah. Because I'm always like, so wait a second, like you, it, it it feels like it would be easier to delineate the people who celebrate Christmas from non Christmas celebrators versus the people who celebrate Christmas and believe in Rudolph and those who don't <laughs> believe in Rudolph. Like, 
what what is that supposed to be is is there a line in the sand drawn does it say something about you if you only subscribe to eight reindeer versus nine i these are things that i sit up and i think about at night frank because rudolph wasn't an og yeah he's not i mean he is not an og he's like the uh he's like the gambit of the (laughs) x-men interesting uh so Rudolph actually, a fun little little ditty here, was created by a Montgomery Ward employee strictly for advertisement purposes. So that they came up with the song and all that for that? I don't know that, that they came up I don't know that they were the ones who came up with the song, but they came up with the imagery of Rudolph and the red nose and all that stuff. So the song was written in 1939. I don't know when the Montgomery Ward employee came with, up with it for the advertising. It was probably somewhere around there. So, I mean, at its core, right? Rudolph's all about a kid with a birth defect, and everybody's kind of embarrassed. Like, even his parents don't want him. No, so his dad right away is like, let me, put, let me just cover that up a little bit. It, it's, <laughs> it's very much like, uh, what, it, what was it, the... Uh, uh, the Ugly Duckling. Yeah, very it, similar to that. Very it, similar it, to like Batman Returns when it, they cast out little Oswald Cobblepot. It's that whole, yes, it's it's the whole Ugly Duckling over again. I mean, it's that story with a different face. Oh, oh, what's that? Uh, the Abominable, the Snowman, the, one of the more terrifying things as a as a child. Oh my God! Right there, like that, fed all of my Bigfoot, Yeti, Sasquatch fascination. I was like, "It was right there." Oh huh? my goodness! It was right there. That that's what did it, huh? Big time. I think it was. Um, so real quick, are you Team Donner or Team Donder? Oh, it's Donder. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm Team Donner. It's not Richard Donner. It's Donder. <laughs> I feel like they're saying Donner in this. It's Donder. I feel like sometimes they say Donner. Well, they're wrong. <laughs> I mean, it's it's clear in the Samuel Clements. Uh, Samuel Clements did Night Before Christmas, right? I don't know who did that. Or it's Samuel Clements, Mark Twain. Damn I don't it. know. I don't know. Oh. It's, Ill-prepared. I thought Mark Twain wrote Mark Twain. I'm so thrown off right now. <laughs> Just keep drinking the egg now. Oh, do your, uh, do your, do your that guy impersonation. Toys! What are you doing? That's pretty solid. <laughs> I almost feel like if we, if we do the Christmas vacation <laughs> thing next year, that should be Margo. <laughs> It's not bad. So the head elf. Uh, I head- don't know, Todd. <laughs> you could go both ways. Uh, head elf, played by Carl Bannis, was his name. Carl Bannis. Uh, and it's just head elf is his title. <laughs> he doesn't have a name. Now we're all in agreement that Herbie is a, uh, you know. Hermie, not Herbie. Hermie. Yeah. yeah. I thought you said Herbie. We, we know that he's. You know, not like the rest of them. He's a little different. But I don't, I don't know if they necessarily reference him 
with a girl at the end. They do. Do they? Yeah, they they actually do. They so pair they him with a girl at the end. Back. They they walk it back. Uh, he actually, if you notice though, with all the the other elves, he is the only elf that does not have pointy ears. Watch this. Next time they show the elves, he's the only elf that doesn't have pointy ears, and he's the only male elf that actually has hair. Hmm. Uh, also, the guy who plays him, Carl Bannis, still alive. He's 88 years old. Really? Mm-hmm. You like it and wearing God, Dad. He sounds like an idiot. See, why wouldn't you flaunt that nose that nose is awesome glowing now he just sounds like he's all stuffed up like he's got a sinus infection constantly yeah i really don't i don't i don't understand how this this <laughs> this very early on made me angry as a child i would get mad in fact watching this film might have been what deterred me from bullying this Not film Yes. <laughs> Stopped you from bullying. Yes. Well, it didn't stop me from stopping the other kids from bullying, but really stopped me from doing it. Because it just pissed me off. It was their parents, his parents. Uh, it was him. Even when Santa Claus, like the jolliest guy on the planet, finds out here soon that Rudolph's nose is all red and uh, even santa gets pissed he goes to donder he's like what what how how could you do this like it was his fault (laughs) it's so stupid like donder was supposed to put him down yeah like (laughs) that's kind of what it's like fireball oh fireball 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 uh the guy who voices fireball alfie wrote it down scoop Alfie Scoop. He's also the guy who voices the Charlie. No. (laughs) I got to do multiple roles in this movie. You got to be kidding me. And uh, Alfie Scoop, still alive at 98 years old. I want to go find him. (laughs) Okay. Now, is there anything wrong with what the elves are singing right now? Just listen to the song. Yeah. Something about shelves. Filling Santa's shelves. Okay. Mm -hmm. No, it's a pleasant song, right? Yeah. Watch Santa during this whole thing. Santa's just like, this sucks. I I get mad at Santa. Oh. Watch watch Santa. They're going to show him here pretty soon. It's Buddy the Elf. Watch, he looks back for, the head elf will look back for confirmation from Santa. Santa's like, what the f- uh, uh." What, like, why is he so pissed? This is a good jam. (laughs) (laughs) Look at Miss Claus, she's getting into it. She likes it. Yeah, I never realized it before. Yeah, Santa's kind of a, hey. Look at that, he's hitting the xylophone. No one's, nothing's going wrong. Even, even falling into that big, huge drum there that was on time he dropped that it's it fine oh. right yeah i'm just saying a little pitchy a little pitchy. dude the song's good but santa watch and at the very end santa will say something he'll get all he'll be like mm. and then mrs claus will be like 
whatever. <laughs> so what do we equate uh, Santa's orneriness look to? At, look at what. Uh, mm. Needs work. Needs work. Needs oh. work. What does Papa know? <laughs> Thought she was gonna come out with a big f bomb there. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all because Hermie wasn't there apparently. Well, he he does have that falsetto. So, Hermie, the fact that he wants to be a dentist is really bizarre. It's this is a bizarre thing. Yeah, it's an interesting leap to say the least. Yeah. Um I don't have any story about that. It's just weird. <laughs> well, I mean, growing up, I can't think of one person who ever sat there and said that they wanted to so be a dentist. About, I was about to be like, what do you mean? Growing well, you know, growing up, everyone wanted to be a dentist. It's, <laughs> it's kind of like one of those things I th- I think you like, I'm gonna be a doctor. I'm gonna be a doctor. And then you start going through like doctor school, and you're kind of like, God, I kind of want to be a doctor. Like, I want to get paid like a doctor, but like, there's a lot of stuff going on on the body. Maybe if I could just focus on like one area. <laughs> and like, podiatry school's already full, so like, you can't be a podiatrist, and like, you just kind of get shirked off. Like, eh, just go be a fucking dentist. I'll just go be a dentist. My wife said something to the effect of like, dentists have the highest suicide rate. Really? Uh, yeah, she's like it's like psychiatrists and then dentists. Wow. Because according to her like dentists are like overly concerned like they're they're scared that they're hurting you. Oh, interesting. I well cuz they are. Well, yeah, they're totally hurting <laughs> you. I, I just I I think uh my personal views on dentistry and I I've, I've still got all my teeth, so teethers. Uh, yes, I I'm, I plan on keeping them for a while. But uh like it's just teeth, right? <laughs> I mean, I try to take care of them, but at the end of the day, I think it. At it the end feels... of the day, you're never going to be able to floss enough to satisfy them. No, no, not at all. <laughs> and like, I, I, I can sit there and like, I can, you know, uh, polish them up as good as I possibly can. But inevitably, you're going to go in there and be like, eh, you got a, you got a cavity. Like, really? Because it feels fine. Really? Because I'm good, dude. So Don't put your drill away. Now, I say all this, and I'm going to curse myself by having to have a root canal at some point in this upcoming year, but hopefully not. Yep. Reindeer Games. Here's where we... Uh, the Ben Affleck classic, Reindeer Games. That's an excellent film. I love how much the coach rolls his eyes. Also, anytime I see this coach, it reminds me of Bruce Campbell's character in the 2005 film Sky High for oh. some reason. Nice. Which is a fantastic movie. Have it you is. seen that? Very much so. God, I love that Kurt movie. Russell's finest hour. <laughs> More like gym teacher, man. <laughs> Clarice, we get introduced to Clarice, the love interest of Rudolph at this point in time. Wasn't enough that it was just, uh, you know, she was fairer skinned and, and had the eyelashes. She had to have the bow? She had to have the bow. Yeah. Well, of course. Very Minnie Mouse-esque. Yes. Extremely Minnie Mouse-esque. See? You sound like an idiot with that thing on your nose. Did you know that thing actually did glow? Yeah. And the figures... Rudolph, I think, was like four inches tall. Would you walk home with me? Wow. See. Oh, now he's gonna fly. Yep. Power. See, there it is. 
behind oh. behind every Rudolph is a Clarice. <laughs> Remember that, kids. So you're you're an awesome flyer, but once we find out that yeah. you've got a red nose, watch. Then it all goes to sh- yeah, like they're all boys, and then all of a sudden, what's gonna happen? Reindeer games, buddy. Reindeer. Whoa. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> 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 the weirdest eyes ever. <laughs> I, mean, I think there's a bigger concern. What's going on with Fireball's eyes? Oh, yeah. See the coach's they eyes? That. It's almost uh, the only other eye that they have to put on the, the statues <laughs> it's, like it's the Asian eye. market or something like that. You like, know why? This movie, all the animation was done uh, in Japan. No. Yeah. Come on. All of the animation was done in Japan. They don't even celebrate Christmas. Nope, but it was all done in a Japan studio. This is shenanigans. Yep. Um, And you'll notice, too, a lot of the facial animations, especially when you go back and you look at some of the elves, some of the faces that the elves make, you're like, hmm. Doesn't really hold up. Yeah, that looks a little okay. Yeah, um, animation, all the animation was done in Japan. All the voice work, however, do you know where that was done? I assume Los Angeles or something. Toronto, Ontario. All of the actors are Canadian. I like your nose, eh? <laughs> it's a nice nose. Yeah, most of the cast is uh, Canadian. See, now she's willing to accept him. That's all you need. That's, yeah, that's your woman wants life. you. You woman. Your woman wants you, d- dude. The rest of the world. Go F yourselves. I thought we've already established this in previous episodes. <laughs> that If you get yourself a good woman who accepts you for who you are, yeah. you don't need anything else. No, you do not. Clarice accepts you, Rudolph, and she's singing There's she's Always singing Tomorrow. A beautiful song. Yeah. This is a song I was singing earlier. You're like, what are you singing? <laughs> Why are you singing the girl song? Well, <laughs> it's a good jam. It's always tomorrow for dreams to come true. Love it. And all the little woodland creatures come out. So are you a, uh, were you a big fan of the movie Elf when they, they ripped off certain aspects of this? Like kind of. Yes. I, I felt, yeah. I felt like more like pay tribute. homage yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah. I was a big fan. Mr. Narwhal. <laughs> hey buddy, where you going? Uh, Clarice voiced by Janice Orenstein. Oh, yeah, Janice. Oh, she's dead. Well, can't win them all, folks. She's no longer with us. (laughs) Ooh. And now that's uh, very choir-esque of these rabbits and raccoons. It's amazing how they knew the words, too. (laughs) (laughs) They're just ready to join in. Like, this is like the North Pole's, like, number one with a bullet song up there. This week on the countdown, there's always tomorrow. That's a good Casey Kasem. I liked it. Yeah, so you guys are hanging out. Oh, but then I remember. I was like, what happens to throw Rudolph off? Do you remember? Uh, No. What throws every guy off? The girl's old dad. (laughs) The giant gosh (laughs) block. Red news reindeer. Look, you guy, get out of here. Clarice's Clarice's father there. 
the coach, Donder, all voiced by the same man. Paul Kligman. He is no longer with us. He is also dead. R.I.P. Paul Kligman. <laughs> oh, Lord. So now we get our uh, couple of misfits, which leads into one of my favorite all-time holiday songs. We're a couple of misfits. We're not just with <laughs> I don't really give a shit. <laughs> we should have wrote. Yeah. <laughs> we totally could have done this better. I like it. See, his eyes didn't go all googly batish when he just saw the nose. No. Yeah. That's how he knows Hermes is boy. Yeah. He's accepting. Yeah. They are boys. So you would think though that with uh Herbie's curiat Hermes. Herbie's? Hermie. Hermie. Yeah, Hermie. With Hermie's curiosity about the human condition, you know, <laughs> why wouldn't he try to fix the red nose? Like that, why wouldn't he take the clinical approach? Uh, maybe because Hermie felt like there's nothing wrong with his friend. But what if it was a tumor? <laughs> well, he hasn't gone through medical school what, yet, so he what, doesn't know how to diagnose what one. What would the irony be if the whole time it was a tumor and... <laughs> Everybody should have been more concerned for Rudolph. Like we we don't ever get a Rudolph part two, do we? No, no, no. So maybe that says something. I mean, he showed up in a couple other movies, I know, but like we never saw him reach like full maturity and like nah. you know. Maybe that's why people don't ever subscribe to Rudolph. Well, it could be. So, Hermie and Rudolph, boys in the show. Whoa, Spit yeah, <laughs> spitting fish. They don't, it doesn't bother them, though. You see, they got spit in the face. They didn't even miss a beat with this song. Yeah. That's how good they are. That's how much they're boys. So the guy who played Rudolph, Billy Mae Richards, who is deceased now, and the guy who played Hermie, Paul, it's either Souls or Solis. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. He's still alive. Paul Solis, okay. he's still alive at 87. In their later years, so they're boys here, in real life, Billy Mae Richards and Paul Solis stayed in the same retirement home together oh. up until Billy Mae Richards passed away. Oh, my God. Here it is. The reveal of the bumble. Oh, my God. Because it's just pure terror. And then they cut to commercial, I think, shortly after oh, that or something. Yeah. Burl Ives. Right here. Any Burl Ives puts up the, like, he's not really there. You know, you're just telling a story. Then it cuts to commercial. It's so horrific, he can't stand to look at it. So, this show... Oh, Yukon Cornelius coming into play. Um, also, pay attention to... His sled team? Yeah. It's just a bunch of random dogs. Random dogs. <laughs> is there a dachshund in there? <laughs> yeah, I think there is, actually. Is there even one snow dog? I think it's St. Bernard right there. It might yeah. count as a snow dog. St. But Bernard. other than that... I, I, Yukon Cornelius. Yukon uh, Cornelius, even to this day, I still don't. Larry D. Mann voiced Yukon Cornelius. Larry he, D. Mann? Larry That's D. That's not a real Mann, name. I swear to God. That's not a real Larry name. D. Mann. Nothing. Uh, do you know why he's licking his uh, pickaxe there? He's looking for silver and gold. Originally written, he was looking for a peppermint mine. Well, he finds that at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler. 
Old Sam the Snowman busting out the banjo. Yeah. Love it. Little Burl Ives, As silver and gold that's action. How I've got Sam the Snowman displayed. I know. There, he's rocking, he's rocking it right there. Is I don't know what these squirrels are doing. I don't know. Oh, they're weighing the gold. Where do you get that gold? I don't know. I'd kill that squirrel for the gold, though. Modern day remake, would it be Bitcoin? <laughs> yeah, if we could see it. Golden Bitcoins. <laughs> Golden Bitcoins. Did you hear about the guy who uh, was selling Chuck E. Cheese tokens as Bitcoins to people? Oh, my God. What a genius. <laughs> Give that man, give that man the Nobel Prize. I think they gave him like you know ten a couple years. <laughs> I mean that's genius. Who are the idiots that bought that? Well, the same people who think they can bail their relatives out using iTunes cards. I got a bridge in Brooklyn. I can sell you. Well, they'd probably be interested <laughs> if the price is right. <laughs> wow, sparkling happy trees. Oh, Yukon Cornelius, Larry D. Mann, <laughs> that's his name, uh, he has since passed away too. No, no more Yukon in our lives. Well, as Ric Flair once said, to beat a man, you got to beat the man. Woo! He, there's something, there's one of those in there too. Give me two claps and a Ric Flair! Silver and gold. Great jam. Yeah. Yeah. You're more of a Holly Jolly Christmas. Oh, Holly Jolly, it's on. You know, Holly Jolly Christmas, written for this film, one of the more popular Christmas songs to this day, still. Yeah. Because the other ones that he performed weren't written for this film. Like, Silver and Gold wasn't for this film. Like, Holly Jolly Christmas, I know, that's... Dude, that the bumble is terrifying. His eyes went a little. So then, was it always the plot device that just Hermie has to be a dentist because the bumble's going to need to have a tooth pulled? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess that was it, wasn't it? Also, the bumble right there looks much smaller than when we've seen him before. Do you remember his foot was like the freaking size oh, yeah, of yeah. the TV screen yeah. when he walked by uh, Donder and uh, Rudolph? Also, this is just terrifying. This is scary. That's good stuff. No, quick thinking, man. Get your pickaxe. It's your nose. Causing all the issues. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure it has to have been done at some point. But can we seriously? Like, it, there has to be like Empire Strikes Back footage where they've cut in that picture <laughs> of the Bumble as the Wampa on top. <laughs> they've got to. <laughs> That's to be out there. If not, then we're putting it together. Get on that. We've what? got we've got Camtasia. We're doing it. That'll happen. Well, it, that's the ocean, so don't step in the ocean. <laughs> hey, bumbles aren't smart. You know, as scary as the bumble is, it always looks like he's smiling, though. Right. It always looks like he's in a good mood. He's a good guy. He's the bumble. He just wants to put stars on trees and shit. Yeah. He does just want to put trees on shit, or stars on shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, this is the part where Rudolph kind of thinks it through, and he's like, wait a second, we don't know anything about this guy, and we've just agreed to go with him. <laughs> so, and we're floating in, now on in, a in the middle of the ocean. In retrospect, what kind of message does this send young kids who don't always feel like they should fit in? Now all of a sudden, the uh, Dennis from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia implication <laughs> comes into play. Oh, why would you go looking for him? Let him go. You didn't want him. You wanted to hide him. Let him go. You just wanted to smear his nose. Let, not let his Cindy Lauper true colors shine through. Oh. Clarice comes over. And uh, immediately after Donder says, hey, just stay here, the ladies are like, nah, we're just going to go. <laughs> also, where's where's her father? Mr. Overprotective can't be with Rudolph. All of a sudden, she just goes on this venture with... Rudolph's mom. Well, it also seems very self-serving that, like, the only way that he's acceptable to them is when it's the most foggiest, stormiest Christmas of all time, and they find use for his nose. Oh, of course. Like, because he serves a purpose now, Mm -hmm. then we can accept him. Yeah. Hypocrites. I'm telling you. So, here we are at the Island of Misfit Toys with King Moon Racer. What a bizarre name, by the way. Oh, it's the Charlie in the box. (laughs) It, It amazes me how Island of Misfit Toys has worked its way into the vernacular, like... Everybody knows, like, if you're talking yeah. about like something, it's a like, group of people that are on the outskirts. It's yeah, the island it's of the Misfit island Toys. of misfit toys. Yeah, that's how impactful it was. In fact, did you know that the? Oh, here they sing their just uberly depressing song. <laughs> they all come out of the woodwork. Yeah. And, uh, uh, <clears throat> So, did you know that the original cut of this film did not show them returning to the Island of Misfit Toys? Oh, they just pieced out on They them? left them. So, Rudolph has this whole speech like, we'll come back. But the film ended without them coming back. And kids were so upset that they were writing in to... So they like first showed it. It's not like they did test audiences. This no. was like it literally they was like showed a year it. They aired something? it, and then wow. they had to they had to put in the scene at the end where they come back and pick up the misfit toys. Like it had aired. It aired like maybe two years before they put in the misfit uh, toy scene where they come back and get them. Because sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say because kids were so upset. Do they ever say like what's wrong with some of these toys? No, they only say what's wrong with like the a couple of them like because a couple of them look fine right right like like that scooter looked fine like she's a she's a doll right yeah what's wrong with her oh apparently in the rudolph the red-nosed reindeer canon she's utterly depressed she's a, a sad doll. she's just very sad like you can't cheer her up okay well that makes sense yeah well just now that sounds amazing. Yeah. A water pistol that shoots jelly? Put that into my life right now, immediately. A bird that swims. A cowboy that rides an ostrich. That looks awesome, too. Well. 
Cowboy that rides an ostrich, isn't that like Final Fantasy? Yeah, I feel like it is. Like, didn't the, in the, the chocobos? The chocobos, yeah. yeah. They were the OG chocobos. OG chocobos. Who wouldn't want an OG chocobo? And this was made in Japan, so see, there you it go. all makes sense. See, I'm telling you. And the polka dot elephant, he's adorable. I'm just going to go and say that the doll has, if she's depressed, then it, like maybe it's just PMS. It might be. She's a menstruating doll. <laughs> it was originally thought it was just because she didn't have a nose, but... Apparently, she's just really depressed. And so let's talk about this King Moon Racer. Uh, a freaking lion with wings who's deemed himself to be the king of this. Look at it, He sits on a throne and everything. I'm closer. Voice sound familiar? Because it's the same dude who voiced Santa. Stan Francis. He's also dead. Oh. Even among misfits, you're a misfit. So, what do you think it looked like when this guy just roams around the earth every night searching for misfit toys to bring him back to this island? Like you're just walking down the street and there's one flying with wings rummaging through the trash looking for toys that suck. <laughs> I think that uh, the Detroit Lions should adopt this for like holiday. I agree. A holiday uniform. Like just change Bubbles the Lion one time to to King Moon Racer. Yep. I agree. Oh, sure. For instance, this Ooh, sounds like the beginning of a nefarious plan <laughs> that's about to take place. It's like a Game of Thrones episode. Of course, off media. <laughs> They're all sleeping in the same bed. They are all sleeping in the same bed. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm not going to lie, though. That does look comfy. So why why is it that uh, I don't understand why he feels that he's endangering them? Because of the whole nose attracting attracting the bumble. The nose attracts the bumble, and hence he has to... He has to leave. Well, that's what he thinks. But in all reality, he... They traveled like across this ocean thing to get away from him to the island of misfit toys, but now he's traveling back, yeah, to where. Th- and then there's that terrifying going roar towards the the roars, <laughs> and then cut to commercial. Made for TV film. All the commercials are baked in. <laughs> yes, not edited well. Oh. Even the polar bear. Yeah, I know. The eyes. <laughs> We're off Washway. Look you, you'll be extinct <laughs> in sixty years. Assholes. <laughs> oh, look at him. Now, how much time has passed? Well, he's certainly not a button buck there, so it's it's been a few years. Yeah. Like like a long time, right? Like at least Okay. You got a full full rack of yeah there. at least three four years yeah probably would have passed 
<laughs> Why are all these reindeer from Brooklyn? <laughs> Good call. They they just fell into the whole like uh, gangster talk, old timey gangster. <laughs> Listen here, yeah, see? see you and your <laughs> now, see. Nobody wants to have any of that. Okay, so tell me then if so. Obviously, in this episode mm-hmm. in this show, three or four years have probably passed since Rudolph's disappeared from Cornelius and company, right? Yeah. So. In those three to four years, Santa has just informed Rudolph that his father and mother and Clarice have been gone. So, for three years, uh, Donder hasn't been pulling the sleigh for Santa, or it's been seven reindeer? Seven reindeer. Doesn't work out. Seven reindeers. Like, and there's no concern for those other people? Like, they haven't sent out search parties for them? Why would you? Never, never send out a search party for a search party. It's a, it's a man that employs elves to do his uh, his work throughout the year. So GE General Electric sponsored this special, and on the commercial breaks, oh god, oh god, <laughs> yeah, he wants to eat him. Oh, but he sees the nose and he's oh, then his hair goes all something about Mary. <laughs> um. So, GE sponsored this special, and during the Whoa. commercial breaks, I know, right in the A little poke to the right in the behind there, bottom. right? GE commercials that aired during the breaks featured the elves mm. making GE appliances. I think so. Oh, Hermie, Hermie and Yukon Cornelius going to act as the Han Solo, if you wheel. If you wheel. The Han Solo and Chewbacca of this story. Yes. And show up just in the nick of time. Hermie and Yukon don't seem to have aged. No, not at all. And what is that hair gel that Hermie uses? Because his hair looks like perfection. Well, I'm just saying, he does show up at the end with the lady. <laughs> And Yukon Cornelius's mustache, for that matter. Oh yeah, that stash is solid. The solid you don't stash. See a lot of Yukon Cornelius stashes out there. No, you don't. You it's this a little shame. curly cue thing that goes on with these hipsters, but I, also, I wouldn't mind seeing a Yukon Cornelius. Also, Yukon Cornelius, redhead. Mm-hmm. Clarice. A pork dinner. Ooh. A pork dinner. Oh, Ooh. that's right. Hermes oinking. You get down there and you squeal <laughs> like a pig, elf. Oink, 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 oink. That's very much oink, sounds oink, like a pig, oink, too. Oink, oink. Good job, Hermie. Also, <clears throat> uh, you're all clear, kid. Let's blow this thing and go home. What's the closest that the North Pole comes to a a pig? Like, how do they know about pigs? Manatees, <laughs> walruses. Pigs are not native to the North Pole yet. Hermie, who's an elf, who has done nothing but elf things and study dentistry, mm. knows what noise a pig makes. Well. 
What do you want him to do? I don't know. I'm poking holes. <laughs> Poor Rudolph. <laughs> I'm poking holes in just, this family-friendly... We've, we've shat all over this masterpiece. Yeah. So, apparently all you have to do to tame someone in life is to rip their teeth out. Uh, isn't that essentially what Michonne does to the walkers that she, she keeps as pets and she does. Walking Dead? Well, he's nothing without his choppers. So all UConn is going to do right here is tickle the bumble, and then fall off, and then fall all his the dogs, cliff. and then all his dogs jump with him. Well, it's like the dogs have no like. Oh, over the edge they go. Yeah, he's gone. Oh, well, everybody's sad now. I, I liked Rudolph there. He's gone. Oh, he's gone. That's good acting. <laughs> if you don't sell it well enough the first time around, just say it again till you get it right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. Just keep talking. Even Santa realized maybe he was a dickhead. I'll go and find the finest reindeer surgeon there is to see if we can get that tumor looked at. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, also, I'm sorry, is Hermie starting to practice without a license? Yes, absolutely. So. That son of a bitch. Well, I don't think there's much of a uh, uh, ethics board in the North Pole. <laughs> we got a guy pra- practicing child slavery, indentured servitude. Wow. He's a reformed Bumble. Wow. Well done, Bumble. Well done. Well done. See, this this isn't as I remember it. Because I remember, like, I, I thought he was just jolly good all the time and just, like, misunderstood. No, he wants he to a, eat you. He wants to eat you. <laughs> and they just basically whipped him into servitude. Yes. And then they kind of wrote themselves in a the corner there. And they're like, how'd you survive? And he just says, Bumble's bounce. <laughs> Bumble's bounce. I, I, I kind of feel like uh, Bumble would show up like in Planet of the Apes somehow and just be like, they ripped me into slavery. They took all my teeth and I didn't want them to take my teeth, but they took them nonetheless. <laughs> what, is, what is that accent he talks with, the Bumble? I'm going to wait until the fat man goes to sleep one night, and then I'm going to gum him to death. I'll eat that bastard if it's the last thing I do. Take my teeth, you pricks. <laughs> also, how... Okay, Christmas is just around the corner, and look at Santa, how skinny Santa is. He's got to have a good power carb meal. Put on some weight. I'm telling you, I I need to get the Santa diet needs to be a thing. The Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer Santa diet needs to be. Oh, oh, jeez, Rudolph, please knock it off. Turn it down. Listen here, fucker. Turn that nose off. 
that knows. Wait a tick. Christmas is Saved by Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Here's the Peter Griffin part of the movie. Oh. <laughs> he sent it. He sent it. He sent it. Well, he said part of, he said part of the song. Yes. He said, yeah, he said part of the song. <laughs> No, you ah, didn't, hey, you nickel. Hey, hey. hey, Cad. Well, I don't have a holiday. Holly Jolly Christmas, Christmas written yeah. for this. Uh oh. Whoa, whoa. It's okay. <laughs> I I always uh for whatever reason whenever I sing this around the holidays, it's have a holly jolly Christmas. Have a nick of beer. <laughs> <laughs> Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. I don't know if there'll be snow, but have, have a, a nick of beer. beer. I gotcha. I'm with you. Look at him loading up that sleigh. I love the ending, uh, this song right here in this movie. It just makes me feel so awesome. This one? Uh-huh. Holly Jolly Christmas? Yep. Yeah. Um, also, right now, let's... Can we can we just reindeer check that? There were six reindeer behind Rudolph. Oh, really? Yeah. There's supposed to be eight reindeer and Rudolph, correct? Yes. This is correct. Okay. There's, there's See, there's Hermie and the lady. He's talking her up, though, also in another scene, I'm pretty sure. And now Santa's like now he's fat. fat. Look at that. Look at how quickly he fattened up. Oh, mama. Papa. She likes him big. She likes him big. Also, what's going on with the letters in the background? Yeah, look at six reindeer. How about that? Then you got one just hanging out here over by the side. I know, just looking. <laughs> Retconned. <laughs> Retconned. You're right. There's yep. only seven. Yep. He'll be a hero after this. Yeah. Oh, All wait. Right, Don, oh, Donder's not there? on there. There he goes. <laughs> oh, just Hermie's so impressed yeah. he falls down. Well, here's the here's here's uh... here's where it gets added. Here's the scene that was added. Oh. What? The... <laughs> what do you think they used to light the fire with? <laughs> <laughs> Did they use the little boat or the, the train? I'm sure it was the boat. <laughs> It got to the point where I, even I couldn't justify having a train with square wheels. <laughs> Nobody will ever want that. Take off him. 
we're all freezing out here. What are we supposed to do? <laughs> depressed doll, Corinne Conley, still alive. Still depressed? Still probably depressed, but still alive at 88 years old. So if if anyone's been tallying on the uh, on the on the death count with this, <laughs> only four voice actors are still alive. Oh, Jesus, which actually for this film I was pretty surprised about. Up, up, up and away. Well. You know how it goes. <laughs> I'm I'm still amazed. Seven. How did I miss this all those years? Yeah. Yep. Well, and this is how we're going to deliver gifts. We're yeah. Going to pitch them over the side. Good yeah. luck. Good luck. In the original cut, the elves are throwing off presents. And the presents fall and have the credits on them as they're falling. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But then, you know, they had to do the misfit that, thing. That thing, he already established that that <laughs> bird can't fly. <laughs> and killed. he just threw him over without an umbrella. He just killed that bird. <laughs> just killed that bird. Oh, my God. <laughs> that bird is dead. This is terrible. This is tragic. I'll, I don't think I'll ever be able to watch this the same ever again. <laughs> Thank you, Nostalgia Wax Podcast. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. So, yeah. All right. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. 24 frames for every one second of film. How long did it take him to make this? Film? I don't know. You know, I, I, I did a brief Google to try to find it, and I I couldn't, and I didn't dig any further. All I found was that for every 24 frames, it was one second of film. The movie's like 52 minutes or something, so I imagine, I don't know, it took 10 years. <laughs> Feels like it, yeah. So there, that that's uh, that's uh, we put a bow on Rudolph. Uh, a bow? A cl- uh, no, we will p- put a Clarice bow on it. <laughs> How did I make it through the entire thing without doing I a thought Clarice the start? Very first time I said her name, oh, you were going to do that. God, I meant to. <laughs> Waxers, this is not. You deserve so much better. I, I failed you. I'm sorry. Ah. It's a solid episode, though. It was decent. I liked it. So uh, we're we're getting close to the new year. We are. We are year of the new. Yes. So I don't. This know. is the year of the rooster. Okay. Or the snake. Either or. Either or way, the, it's it's a cock. Or the. <laughs> Just saying. This is a penis joke. Penis joke. <laughs> What uh, uh, what are we doing next next time around? I don't know. No, no, we'll have to think about it. All right, we'll think about it. It's uh, I, I'm thinking maybe we do like uh, a, a a current cast, like a current cast, year end nostalgia, Ooh, like 
not so nostalgia. <laughs> the not so nostalgia wax podcast <laughs> in which we talk about things that happened this year. Uh, I feel like some of our waxers might want to change our title to that sometimes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Can we get a podcast without these guys? Yes, there's a billion other podcasts out there. Please select one if you're not fans. Including Extra Secret Podcasts. Yeah. I'll plug them since I nailed them at the beginning of the show. Did try to <laughs> did try to put negative lights on them. So All right. So how can uh, people get a hold of us? Well, they can reach us on Twitter at Nostalgia underscore wax. You reach us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the nostalgia wax. Uh, listen, subscribe, rate on iTunes. Leave us a uh, five star review, please. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, hey, if you don't like, uh, want to leave us a five star review, then uh, don't. Don't say anything to us. I feel, <laughs> I feel like we might raise our Japanese listeners oh. after they hear this episode because you know what they're probably thinking every time rudolph airs they're not giving credit where credit's due no and we've given credit mm-hmm. the the great island country of, of japan mm-hmm. brought us one of our most beloved national treasures yeah yeah this time of year yeah seems like everything we love in the u.s comes from somewhere else rudolph well, from japan the Statue of Liberty from France. My wife from Italy. <laughs> I, knew, I knew it was coming. <laughs> Softball. <laughs> All right, Frank. Well, yep. uh, until uh, we're, we'll be back before the end of the year. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, until we see you again. Wax, Wax off. off.